old enough here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome into the Y'all Show. Talk with a southern accent. My gosh, what's happened? It is cold out there, y'all. Welcome into the All Southern Show that we do call Y'all with John Rawl. And on this show, we talk about Dixie and we talk about all the great things about Dixie. But my goodness, we got a deep freeze, Dixie. For a lot of you right now we'll have more weather information in just a sec welcome into this tuesday edition of y'all coming up on today's show in addition to talking about mother nature a sad story coming from houston monday evening as a shootout happened and several police officers were struck by gunfire we'll give you the latest on this developing story in just a second also we'll have the rest of the headlines from around the country and then as we close out hour one We'll go to our y'all political report, and we've got news about Donald Trump. We've got news about the government shutdown, and we're going to go to Columbia, South Carolina, to WLTX Television there in Columbia, because they are doing a great job of getting ready for election 2020. It'll be here before you know it, and they have a show called The Insiders on this CBS affiliate, and they had a great conversation on there this week between Antoine Seawright, a Democratic strategist, and Dave Wilson of the Republican side, and they talked about all the Democratic candidates coming to the Palmetto State getting ready for 2020, and we'll listen in to some of the insiders from WLTX Television later this hour in our political spotlight. When we get to hour two, it'll be sports lanyap time. We'll take a look around the Super Bowl as it's happening in Dixie this weekend. Atlanta hosts that. And we've got some amazing numbers about the Super Bowl, specifically it being in Atlanta, that we want to share with you. We'll take a look at college basketball. The new poll is out. And Tennessee sits atop the poll once again. We'll talk about the Vols and the other ups and downs in the latest college basketball poll. And if time permits, I'm going to go and share something I found on a website. It's got the best college football team for each state from the 2018 season. Who had the best year in each of our southern states? And there are some very, very good surprises for some very small schools out there. And I'll tell you what they are if we can get to that in hour two, if time permits. And I'll make sure we have time because... We might have to cut out an extra minute of our planned time with the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue to get to that, but I don't think the barrister will mind. He is coming on later in hour two. Matt Herman's our guest, and we're going to get sauced with Matt Herman's today. He is going to talk about the various barbecue sauces and how to make some of them, and we are not going to be able to get to all of them here on this show, but we're, we'll get it started at least on this week's edition of the Y'all Show, and then when we come back in future weeks, we'll continue rolling out more and more sauce options and what you can do to maybe cook up a great sauce to accompany your meat, whether it be barbecue or chicken or whatever. But the barrister of grilling, he'll be on in hour two. If you want to reach us here on the Y'all Show, our number is 803-816-1170. So easy for you to text that anytime you want. 803-816-1170. Go ahead and save it in your smartphone. You can text anytime you want to, 24-7, 803-816-1170. Or if you'd rather call us, call us at that number and let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to hear from you. Our website, y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. Email address, y'allshow at y'all.com on Twitter at y'all show would love to hear from all y'all okay getting to mother nature and what is going on there this is from what's being reported the biggest freezing episode of temperatures going further than they have in more than two decades 
This is primarily for our friends in the Midwest, Chicago. I told you yesterday, uh, tomorrow, today, somewhere on that time frame, the high for the day will be minus 14 in Chicago, Illinois this week. A horrible Arctic blast. It's actually colder in some of these parts of our Midwest this week than Antarctica. Can you believe that? I think I saw wind chills minus 50 in some of these places and i'm not feeling all that sorry for them because we've got a very cold streak coming through the southeast as well where we're not so used to having to bundle up every time we go outside but yes we've got some very cold temperatures and some snow and more coming to the southeast here is what is expected today in the southeast snow and rain changing the snow will spread across the south from east tennessee into western north carolina north georgia and north and central alabama now waking up today people in mississippi likely found snow on the ground maybe parts of alabama as well in some places a dusting some maybe an inch or two but this snowfall expected to keep on moving now this storm i think its name is Jalen or something like that it yeah Jaden. sorry sorry Jalen. it's Jaden is the name of this winter storm it was expected to kind of start right at the mississippi river but somehow the the front shifted a little bit and the the big bulk of the snow at least is all happening east of the mississippi it didn't start west it's happening east i don't know what mother nature had in mind there but from down in south mississippi all the way up into west virginia a, a nice swath of snow from various inches the heaviest snow centered on jackson mississippi Birmingham, Alabama, into North Georgia, all the way to Asheville, North Carolina. Those are your heaviest areas that snow has either already come or is coming, according to forecasters. So, again, cold temperatures as well. Please, please be very, very careful as you go outside in the south today. The accumulations, as we said, from a dusting to a few inches are expected in all of these areas we just mentioned. Even in North Louisiana, is they're expecting some kind of dusting of snow in the pelican state so from louisiana to west virginia all the way to the eastern shore of maryland it looks like you're going to see effects of snow and very cold temperatures from winter storm Jaden hitting the southeast this week and we're going to get to more of this throughout the week but but again if you want the latest in your area of the southeast make sure you tune in your local television station or go to your local radio station since we're radio friendly and get the most accurate weather forecast so you'll be prepared please be careful we already know people dying in the midwest from some brutal cold temperatures in fact it's so cold in the midwest right now they're saying not to talk while you go outside and not to of course wear some kind of headwear a stocking cap preferred but to to not even talk or i think breathe deeply they don't want you to breathe deeply in this extreme cold weather now i don't think it's going to be quite that severe down below the mason dixon line but if you're going to have to go up north this week and i don't recommend it be extra extra careful now this all is happening to the south at least snowfall and more in a time where we don't really think of snow every single day of the winter time it's something we get usually once or twice a winter well the time is not good for those in atlanta as they're getting ready to host super bowl 53 this sunday in hot atlanta 
And remember the last time they had a large snowfall in Atlanta? It was a massive, what they called snow jam in the capital city of Georgia. And it was a disaster as the interstates were clogged with cars all over the place. That hopefully will not happen. But a winter storm watch goes into effect early this week for Atlanta. And it's a city just like most places in the south comes to a grinding halt when there's even the slight chance of snowstorms. But the governor on Monday said that offices in Georgia in more than 30 counties in the northern part of the state would be closed today, Tuesday, as well as those in the metro Atlanta area. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough thing. And I know the teams are already in Atlanta. The Patriots are practicing at Georgia Tech. And the Rams are practicing in Flowery Branch, home of the Atlanta Falcons practice facility. But there's still some travel required. And there's a very strong chance you're going to see black ice on the roads there in the Atlanta area. So it is affecting Atlanta for sure already. And it will continue to do so. Hopefully the temps will get up quicker and before friday at least it will not be an issue at all and hopefully another front won't be coming through but when you talk about snow and lots of people in atlanta you can't help but think of what happened five years ago snow jam don't wish that on anybody now as we said a developing story coming from houston texas on monday evening as five police officers were wounded by a gunman who was then wounded himself i don't have all the details this is a developing story but you may want to check out your local newscast for more as houston texas five men in blue or women in blue don't know the breakdown of their gender but they were wounded in a shooting and it's just a disturbing thing once again law enforcement every time god bless our law enforcement every time they go out wearing that uniform they are a target on Monday's Y'all Show, we had a very special guest, Dana Townsend, come on. She is actually the wife of someone in law enforcement. She specializes in suicide prevention. And there are hotlines available for those in law enforcement who are thinking about suicide. And there are people on the other end of that telephone who wear the badge as well that know what it's like and the pressure and the stress and the depression that comes from being a law enforcement officer. So please, if you are in law enforcement, thank you. If you're a law enforcement person who is considering suicide, please don't. And please look up information to help. There are organizations for you. And, and of course, here we've got wounded officers and support groups needed. Let's raise money if we can. Help out. Wish all the best. I know some of these officers were critically wounded on Monday evening when this happened in Houston, Texas. Our thoughts and prayers, of course, go out to the officers and all those involved with the Houston Police Force in Houston, Texas. Nashville-based Lifeway Stores is now closing some of its locations around the country. And the store, frankly, has not been doing well. The chain at one time has operated as many as 174 Lifeway bookstores. And according to their operating expenses, the sales, their, their, their operating expenses in 2017 exceeded sales by an unbelievable amount 35.5 million dollars lifeway in the hole in 2017 i assume 2018 was not much better for this bookstore which at one time and probably still is 
was owned by the Southern Baptist Convention. They have these Lifeway Christian stores all over the country, primarily in the Southeast. These brick and mortar stores where you can go in and find all kind of Christian products, Bibles, etc. And they, they're just kind of been a fixture the last couple of years. Now, the, the fact that they have had such a terrible history financially these last two years, hopefully, is more of a fact that people just aren't going to brick-and-mortar stores. I would hope that would be the case, as opposed to people who are giving up on Christianity. Let's hope that's not the case. But Lifeway is certainly struggling right now. And as a person who's literally been to the Lifeway headquarters in Nashville, trying to get them to carry Y'all Magazine in Lifeway Christian bookstores years ago, a good Southern magazine that was very positive, they wouldn't give me the time of day. In fact, this is no joke. I went into the building carrying a copy of Y'all Magazine, and they wouldn't let the magazine come in the building because it was, I guess they would consider it secular. I kid you not. (laughs) So I'm not crying too much over Lifeway struggling with their stores. Of course, we want people to to find the word of God whatever way they can. And I guess Lifeway has done a pretty good job of getting that out there. But golly, they were pretty stringent and a little bit too stringent, in my opinion, especially when I had great Christian people involved with my magazine, like Dave Ramsey was a part of our, our magazine as a columnist, a good Christian. Jeff Foxworthy was a part of our Y'all magazine. By the way, if you don't believe me, go to y'all.com and check out our past issues and you'll see exactly what I talk about. Although you won't see any ads for Lifeway stores in there either. <laughs> So maybe that's another part of my anger toward Lifeway. But yes, they're they're struggling right now in closing stores. I don't have the full list, but I know in one state in the South, Alabama, they're closing 10. I think they've had 10. I don't know the exact number of stores they are closing, but they are closing down some stores around the country, Lifeway Christian stores. Now, in Columbia, Mississippi, this is Marion County, not far from Hattiesburg, probably 20 miles west of downtown Hattiesburg, home of Southern Miss. In Columbia, Mississippi, a group of five officers there in law enforcement have left the force under unexplained circumstances. The mayor of Columbia, Mississippi, and alderman fired the city's assistant police chief, Rita Pickering, in a closed meeting earlier this month, and in that same meeting, the board accepted the resignations of three officers and terminated another officer, parting ways with a total of five police officers, and this was effective immediately. And officials there in Columbia say the three officers who resigned were Investigator Justin Martin, Lieutenant David Ezell, and Patrolman Dylan Powell, and they are not naming the other officer fired The mayor of Columbia, Justin McKenzie, as well as police chief Michael Kelly and city attorney Lawrence Hahn declined comment, saying they refused to comment on any city personnel matters as a matter of policy. But something ain't quite right there along the banks of the Pearl River in Marion County as the city of Columbia, Mississippi, losing five officers in that South Mississippi town and kind of connecting that area of Mississippi to law enforcement. Did you ever watch the movie or the TV series? Rather, it was originally a movie, but the NBC series that went to CBS later called In the Heat of the Night with Carol O'Connor in the, in the lead role. Well, if you know anything about that series, it was set in South Mississippi, Carthage. I think, that, no, that's not, what is the name of that town? See, sadly, I'm 
I'm forgetting where, what the name of that town. Sparta. There you go. I knew it would come to me. Sparta, Mississippi, which is a fictional town. But if you ever looked at the map that they had during that TV series and the names they talked about, I always envisioned Sparta, Mississippi was kind of Columbia on the map because Columbia's not that far from Hattiesburg. It's in South Mississippi, and it has quite a history. Named, of course, for the capital city of South Carolina. Speaking of the Palmetto State, some research coming in from the Agricultural Department at Clemson University, the ag school in the Palmetto State, and a school that also grows a little college football success from time to time. But according to researchers, eating cold, juicy, sweet watermelon is how many people in South Carolina survive hot summer days. Unfortunately, a new virus has been detected that put it could put a dent in watermelon and other get this scientific term cucorbit crop yields across the Palmetto State. Watermelon growers in South Carolina and growers of other cucorbit crops could regularly check their crops for the cucorbit leaf crumple virus. No treatment exists for this virus. Scouting and prevention are key for managing it. A Clemson Coastal Research and Education Center official, Tony Kynert, said that growers must be vigilant and check their cucorbit crops weekly to prevent this virus from taking over their crops. Although the virus was not seen in 2018, the researcher says that growers need to remain vigilant. Cucorbits, by the way, are plants that include melons, pumpkin, squash, and cucumber that belong to the gourd family. Cucorbit leaf crumple virus usually starts in small patches in a field with new leaves showing yellowing. In the early stages of infection, the yellowing appears between the infected leaf's veins, and as the disease progresses, the yellowing of the leaves will spread to the leaf margin. And there's your botany info on today's Y'all Show. And a word that we all can learn and, and share with others, cucorbit, C-U-C-U-R-B-I-T. Somehow I did not learn that in a classroom. And as a child of a South Carolina farm, growing up and not in a cucorbit field, but whatever you want to call a collard and turnip green field, we grew squash, yellow squash. I guess that would fall in the cucorbit range. I had never heard of that term until right now. So there you have it, folks. We all can learn cucorbit those of us who grew up in a field and those of us who longed to be in a field getting their education to the volunteer state now i don't have this info for the rest of the 15 southern states but i got it for tennessee so here you go a new study is out from a website that ranks all the states but unfortunately i don't have the rankings for any but tennessee but this study says that tennessee tennessee is the 40th safest state and the good old U.S. of A. And this comes from the website alarms.org. I did get a listing of the, I guess, the not safest states. And I didn't see any southern states right there at, at the top of that. I think the safest state was Vermont. So let me, I guess I need to backtrack. I didn't see any southern states at the number one to five of the top safest states in the country. Although, uh, Tennessee comes in 40th, so I get a feeling that the South may not be in the high end of this list. We aren't so safe, according to this research from alarms.org. In looking at Tennessee, if you're wondering, they not only say that Tennessee is the 40th safest state, they actually break it down by the safest and the least safest cities in Tennessee. 
Where do we want to go first? Who, who wants to, do you want to go the safest or least safest? All right. In Tennessee, the least safest city. I'm going to list off the, the bottom four. I don't know what's going on in East Tennessee, but you're not very safe according to alarms.org. Okay. The least safest city in Tennessee is Athens, Tennessee, in East Tennessee. Cleveland in East Tennessee, not far from Chattanooga, is 52nd. Knoxville, 51. Chattanooga, the lookout city, is the 50th on this list of the least safest cities in the volunteer state. Memphis is 49. Nashville is 43. So, We've got a list of the top 10 safest cities in Tennessee. You you want the list? You want the whole list and nothing but the list? Well, here you go. Number 10, safest city in Tennessee, Soddy Daisy. Number 9, Hendersonville. Number 8, home of the Skyhawks, Martin. Number 7, home of the Rebels, Franklin, Tennessee. Number 6, Spring Hill. Number 5, Portland, which is just north of Nashville. Number 4, Collierville and Shelby County, east of Memphis. Number three, Gallatin, just north of Nashville. Number two, Brentwood, just south of Nashville. And your number one safest city in the volunteer state, Germantown, Tennessee, which is right beside Collierville in Shelby County, which is where Memphis is. But Memphis, as we said, is the 49th safest city in Tennessee, and Germantown, not right beside it, is the number one safest city in Tennessee. Well, where do you want to live? <laughs> I think we all know the answer there. All right, that is just a portion of our headlines here on this Tuesday, y'all. When we come back, we've got more headlines and a reminder. Later this hour, we'll have our political spotlight. We're going to look into some of the political candidates heading to the Palmetto State as they're trying to be the next president of the United States. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. This is a limited-time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of Unlimited Basic with AutoPay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Go! 
with the y'all show as we roll on with the headlines again our website on the y'all show is y-a-l-l.com y'all.com and go there to get archives of all of our shows in fact next week here on the y'all show we're going to be having a milestone we're going to cross into having our 150th episode of the y'all show that's next week when as we announced on mondays y'all will be on location in water valley Water Valley, Mississippi is welcoming in the Y'all Show next week, and we'll be on location in that lovely spot and tell you a lot more about Yalabusha County and all that's going on in Water Valley. Wild, wonderful Water Valley. (laughs) We'll be there next week. Enjoy it here on the Y'all Show. We continue our headlines. Again, a reminder, developing story coming from Houston, Texas, Monday evening as a couple of police officers, five total, were shot as they were attempting to arrest a thug. I believe the thug was shot. More news, developing story. Go to your local websites for more on that story. But speaking of law enforcement and the Lone Star State, unfortunately, in the San Antonio area, a canine officer named Chucky was killed by a suspect after stopping the armed man from shooting at officers. And this happened in the San Antonio area in Bexar County. The sheriff there, Javier Salazar, said the suspect ditched his truck on the highway and began walking down the road firing shots at officers and a circling helicopter and that's when five-year-old chucky went in to stop the suspect and salazar says chucky bit the man who fired several shots at the dog deputies and state troopers then fired at the man taking him down salazar says chucky went out doing what he was brought here to do to save lives the suspect could face several charges but that no charges have been filed as of yet and as of writing, the suspect is in critical condition at University Hospital in the San Antonio area. But five-year-old Chucky, a San Antonio area canine, killed in the line of duty here on January 25th. And our thoughts go out to his owner and all those involved with the Bexar County Sheriff's Department there in Texas. End of watch for canine Chucky, January 25th. A woman who gave birth in North Carolina, the first baby born in this north carolina county now she's having her own special delivery and it's not another baby (laughs) not another baby for her 32 year old jessica dawn killian it turns out that when she gave birth back on january 1st she gave birth in a car and that car that she gave birth in just so happened to be a 2011 chevrolet cruise and she in that same car well, she was running drugs out of that car, methamphetamines being run out of that. And police have arrested her outside a motel and are charging her for this. So, yes, what a you got to be kidding me. She named her baby Atom Bomb, A-T-O-M-B-O-M-B. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up how in the heck can you get a kid to be named adam how can somebody clear that on a birth certificate but yes sure enough 
And Miss Killam was charged with trafficking in methamphetamine, possession with the intent to manufacture, sell, and deliver methamphetamine, maintaining a vehicle for a controlled substance, and a misdemeanor count of drug possession. She's being held on $75,000 bond. They ought to charge her for, for naming a kid. And, and you thought Johnny Cash's song, Boy Named Sue, was bad. How about growing up with the name Adam Space Bomb? Adam Bomb. Adam Bomb Killian is the name, I guess, for this kid. But yes. His mother was running a meth trafficking operation in the same car when she gave birth to Adam Bomb, the first baby born in the county and in this North Carolina county now, the home of a idiot mother who will be off in jail for hopefully a little while, taking a little break. A woman feels like the worst mom in the world after mistakenly donating her son's mug that had $6,500 in it. She donated this mug to Goodwill, and Lindsay Price told a local news outlet in the Atlanta area that her 27-year-old son sold his car for cash on Sunday and stuck the money into a yellow travel mug, which ended up in her Goodwill bin. And she took the store, the the money, the mug rather, to a Goodwill store in Conyers, Georgia, just east of Atlanta. And her son told her that he thought she was kidding at first. And she contacted the store about the error and was told that the mug was not recovered. They believe it was sold. Uh-oh. So this money from a car sale would 65, who would put $6,500 in a, in a mug? I didn't know you could stick that much money into a coffee mug, but in Connors, Georgia, Lindsay Price and her son, a 27 year old, not happy with mom. And now Lindsay says, quote, she feels like the worst mom in the world. After she mistakenly gave away a mug, but she also, in the process of doing that, trying to be a good Samaritan, taking it to Goodwill, she let someone have a $6,500 gift at the Goodwill store. Was it you? It wasn't me. I don't have quite that pep in my step today. You'd know if I got a mug with $6,500 in it. The only time I've really ever won anything, to be quite honest, I did win a bicycle when I was in Cub Scouts one time. That's the only thing I've ever won, and that was a random drawing. Perhaps your luck's been a lot better than me. I would love to win something more than a bicycle, but hey, at least I've won something. I'm kind of kind of happy there. Now to Florida. We got another Florida idiot. In Brevard County, Florida, a man shoved a handgun into a woman's mouth after she complained he was talking too much during a TV show. And now 55-year-old Calvin Lindsay was arrested in Palm Bay on battery and assault charges. The police in Palm Bay did not specify the show that the couple was watching, but after the woman complained he talked too much, Mr. Lindsay went into the master bedroom and shut the door. And when the woman went to get into a, went to go get a blanket, she heard the sound of a shotgun being racked. She told him he was trying to intimidate her, but then he pushed her down and placed the barrel of a handgun in her mouth. Police said the woman broke her tooth. And Lindsay was arrested, charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and charge of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon being held at the brevard county florida jail with bell set at one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars calvin Lindsay, 55 year old don't don't go there my friend when when, when it comes when it comes between you and a woman in a television show you better watch it buddy you better watch it not worth going to jail and not worth having a bail of $175,000.
because you put a gun in a woman's mouth because she was complaining that you were talking too much when she was trying to watch her shows. <laughs> or stories. That's what the old Southern word is for at least soap operas. Like I said, we don't know the actual show she was watching, but I don't even know if this was his wife. It was someone he was hanging out with. We'll assume it was his wife, girlfriend, something like that. But yeah, Mr. Lindsay learning a hard lesson here on the y'all show we'll we'll tell you about people learning hard lessons each and every day when i saw this headline i thought it was kind of a joke because this man i liked as a football coach in fact he's a football coach again rock chalk day jayhawk it's Les miles we're talking about former head coach at oklahoma state former head coach at lsu and if you know anything about college football here lately Les was kind of out of the business the last two years he was in Dr. Pepper commercials, but he just got hired in the offseason at Kansas. He's the new Jayhawks head coach. I think he'll do a good job in Lawrence leading the Hawks. Jayhawks, I guess, is what they prefer to be called, rock chalk. But Coach Miles, during his time away from the sideline, he's evidently not only in that Dr. Pepper commercial, but he's also been appearing in other things. And Les Miles... He's got a lead role in a new film called The Challenger Disaster, and he appears in that movie about the 1986 crash of the space shuttle Challenger, which on Monday was the anniversary of that, and Les Miles, the the lead role. And one writer for Sports Illustrated reviewed the film and called Miles the best actor in it. And for what it's worth, Dean Cain guy that's been on tv as superman has a lead role in this movie but perhaps les miles should have been the lead here if if he's not the lead role and this again is about the famous space shuttle explosion from 1986 and les miles is in this i see the clip of it he's got a nice tie on and kind of looks like he's living in the 1980s which is when this film is set but before he gets back on the sideline a new movie out called the challenger disaster with Les Miles, congratulations, the Mad Hatter and the guy that likes to eat grass in the headlines. And our last headline of the day comes from Texarkana, Arkansas, where a man there has pleaded guilty to trying to steal a commercial plane so he could fly to Chicago. Probably shouldn't do that this week, but he tried to fly to Chicago to attend a rap concert. And that's got this 19-year-old Zamarius Scott of Texarkana behind bars and he's pleaded guilty to attempted theft of property and commercial burglary, sentenced to five years of probation. He's not going to the big house. He's got probation now. Authorities said Scott was found July 4th inside the cockpit of an American Eagle jet at Texarkana Regional Airport, and that he had hoped to fly to an out-of-state concert. He had no training as a pilot. Police said he told investigators he thought piloting the plane would involve little more than pushing buttons and pulling levers. And in December, he was found mentally competent to stand trial. And authorities said that the 44-seat jet wasn't damaged. This wasn't some little puddle jumping or jumping. This was a big jet plane, 44-seat. And Mr. Scott of Texarkana, he just wanted to go to Chicago and see that rap concert. Something awful. Unfortunately, you kind of need to know how to fly a plane, Mr. Scott. Great Scott. (laughs) Not so great in this case. All right. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we've got the Y'all Political Report coming your way. We've got info from South Carolina to pass along. We also want to tell you about some goings on with President Donald Trump. In fact, he gave $100,000 of his own salary 
to something very worthy, and I bet you you haven't heard one thing about it in the mainstream media. We've got info on that. Also an update from the North Carolina congressional race that's still lingering. We have all that in our political report coming up next. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Herpes and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Herpes and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. Right now, you can get 500 business cards personalized the way you want them, starting at just $9.99. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now is the time to make something happen for your business. So own the now with 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1414. Evening, six o'clock, and all my friends are twisting off. I'm at the house just turning on TV. Well, they all wonder why I've changed. How many times must I explain it's basic honky tonk anatomy? The drinking most connected to the party bone. Welcome back to the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a very, very southern accent. And we do put the accent on the South. We love to talk about the South. We love to tell you how great the South is. And when we have scars here in the region, we'll we'll share that too. But we know that scars usually heal, and that's why we aren't afraid to be Southern and proud of it here on the All Southern Show. 803-816-1170 is our phone number coming up in Hour 2 of today's Y'all Show. The barrister of Bodacious Barbecue is going to be dropping by with a report on great barbecue sauces. You don't want to miss out on the fun in hour two of this tuesday y'all now to our political spotlight here on the y'all show the government shutdown ended over the weekend and from the nation's capital northern virginia and the other areas that are on the fringe of the south but we do cover here on the y'all show the dc region according to an economist in washington dc that region lost 1.6 billion dollars during the recent government shutdown and it was hit hard by the longest government shutdown in u.s history and this 35-day shutdown cost the local economy actually $1.6 billion, according to Stephen Fuller, a regional economist with George Mason University. According to Fuller, the impacts were widespread. The cost can be measured by the number of jobs lost and the jobs that didn't receive payment. And according to Fuller, there were 145,000 federal employees and more than 100,000 federal contractors in the D.C. area who missed their paychecks during the shutdown. And a huge impact there hopefully they'll all get reimbursed for missing out work unfortunately those contractors they have a little bit more of an uphill climb to recover we hope that they can not their fault the government shut down but i guess when you play with fire sometimes you get burnt and that's what happens when you play with the good old fire known as the federal government president donald trump has donated one thousand dollars of his salary 
to alcoholism research. This is the amount of money that he got for being president during the third quarter of 2018. And he's given this money, all of it, to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. And the money will be used to conduct research on alcoholism and alcohol-related problems. So President Trump pledged in 2016 when he was running for president that he would donate his $400,000 annual salary to worthy causes and past recipients of this worthy cause effort have included the VA Department of Veteran Affairs, the Department of Transportation, the National Park Service also has received money and now the latest recipient of President Trump's $100,000 quarterly salary is the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Now alcoholism is something President Trump talks about he had a brother who died essentially of alcoholism and his brother fred died from it in 1981 and as a result of that president trump does not drink alcohol and talks about not drinking in fact he says his kids don't drink alcohol and i hope they don't and it's it's really not a good thing to ever get started and i'm a guy who's i'm not even a teetotaler i i drink if the occasion is right which sadly is not very often for me but I have no problem drinking when the occasion is right. Maybe a get-together of friends or something. But on average, I don't drink at all. I don't particularly drink because I don't particularly like the taste of beer. I do like the buzz you get, but it's not worth putting five and six into you on a daily basis to get there. And I, I stay away from liquor altogether. I'm more into the hard stuff. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't do anything but a couple of beers if I want to get wild and crazy. And if you want to get wild and crazy, I suggest you stick with beer. Beer at least gives you a little bit of a heads up. Liquor and even wine, boy, it can kick you in the butt before you know it. And then the other stuff, the hard stuff that I'm kidding about, it's nothing to kid about. People die every day of drug overdoses, and I don't encourage that. In fact, I don't encourage people to get on the wacky weed. I think that's, as people call it, a drug that's an inhibitor and will lead to much, much worse drugs put in your system in most cases now all you people that want to be for drugs please i don't want to hear it i I still think marijuana should and always should be illegal everywhere yeah you heard it i said it all right that is the look at the president and alcoholism don't know how i got into talking about vacuuming but that's uh my one peso of knowledge here and input on this y'all show today now in north carolina remember there's this congressional race that's been going on there still has not been a winner in this undecided district in southern north carolina mark harris was the incumbent in this race and remember this is the race where they had a guy who was doing some very shadowy things and got busted on it and the democratic challenger dan mccready is not conceding the election well it turns out mark harris the congressman who's still technically congressman He actually had to go to the hospital, and now he's out of the hospital recovering from infections that attacked his liver and blood. And he was released from a Charlotte hospital yesterday, more than a week after falling ill. And experts say that he's expected to recover and is going to be required to rest. He'd been fighting an infection caused by what is known as a relatively uncommon form of strep bacteria. But he's not in Washington, D.C., He's staying home in North Carolina until all this legal stuff gets settled in this horrible congressional race that's still outstanding in North Carolina. And there another turn in this crazy race as the 
incumbent who's not even seated right now getting very sick and having to go to the hospital for several days now speaking of a blast from the past from november of 2018 remember andrew gillum the democratic nominee for governor in florida he lost to ron DeSantis. DeSantis won close election but DeSantis beat gillum in tallahassee to be the governor now gillum faces renewed ethics problems after a probable cause finding about some of the things he did as the mayor of tallahassee and officials are moving forward with this complaint after Gillum, they found probable calls on five of six counts that he violated ethics laws in 2016 by accepting gifts from lobbyists during trips. So we'll see what happens there. This is a guy also that's been rumored to possibly be a 2020 presidential candidate, Andrew Gillum, mayor of former mayor. He's already left that office in Tallahassee. I don't even know what he's doing now, but he just missed out on becoming the governor of florida and now he's in a whole lot of i won't call hot water but lukewarm water in tallahassee after this probe found that there's probable cause as they are looking at the ethics issues with mr gillum now to south carolina we go and speaking of gillum possibly running for president in 2020 there's a lot of people who've already said that they want to run against donald trump in 2020 and usually they find a way to columbia south carolina just about now if not already and they'll be ramping up their visits to the palmetto state because it is the first in the south primary and it's a very important primary in fact i call it the most important primary because iowa always is weird then new hampshire doesn't really tell the whole story but if you win south carolina you're probably going to win the nomination that's just that's based on fact go look at republicans and democrats whoever wins south carolina usually is the nominee for that party okay so it's very important and this week on wltx in columbia that's the cbs affiliate they have a show called the insiders hosted by a longtime anchor in columbia jr berry and antoine seawright a democratic strategist was on that show alongside dave wilson a republican strategist and they talked about people like kamala harris coming to columbia over the weekend and others who are working their way to the palmetto state gearing up for this all-important primary in 2020 i want you to listen to a little bit of the talk as these gentlemen jr barry antoine seawright dave wilson talk about south carolina and the presidential primary why the rush to get to south carolina battleground south carolina i said it uh, in a buzzfeed news article the most important state in the democratic primary will be african will be south carolina because of the african-american vote in the primary which is the heart and soul of this democratic party my famous line is the road to heaven and the white house runs through south carolina and any candidate who wants to be our nominee has to spend significant time here and make serious investments and this is what uh politics all is about uh at the end Whoever is our nominee is so important that we come together and be united to put forth an agenda in, no, in November of 2020. Unlike the other early primary states, which would be Iowa and New Hampshire and Nevada, South Carolina is the most racially diverse of those four early primary states. It gives both parties, whenever there is a primary that goes on, an opportunity for their message to get out. I mean, South Carolina is not the biggest state in the union. We've got four or five major media markets that are here. It's cheaper for it to be able to be done. It's got pockets of, of people that they can get to very easily. And I think what you're going to see over a while is a lot of faces that are going to be coming through here, especially on the Democratic side, because they're looking for a nominee. But there is the, the hint of 
what Republicans are going to start coming through who might be up for challenging the president in 2020. There are some who've already started to raise those flags. That would be true if the RNC did not vote today for a resolution to close off any idea of a primary challenger for the president. Apparently, Republicans do not want to hear voices from within their organization. No problem with that. We have our own fight on the Democratic side. From the WLTX TV show, The Insiders in Columbia, South Carolina, you heard J.R. Barry hosting that. And he had insiders Antoine Seawright representing the Democrats and Dave Wilson representing the conservatives on that TV show in South Carolina. Again, presidential politics is going to get more and more exciting in South Kagalaki. Well, hour two is coming up next on the Y'all Show. We'll get it going with our sports land yap, and then we'll have the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue stop by Matt Hermans. This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Uh, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial 1. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Uses directed. Bundle up, start a fire if you need to, just stay warm and stay dry. This is the Y'all Show, where we talk about the South and maybe a little cold weather from time to time if it uh, is warranted. And for many of you waking up today, it was rather chilly and maybe a little snowy. Dig out of the snow and enjoy the Y'all Show. Go get you a nice cup of hot chocolate. Get you some snow cream going if you're lucky. One of my favorite memories of childhood. Probably one of your great memories, too. The only time I think I ever had vanilla extract was put into snow cream yeah i'm sure it was in other recipes but you most noticed it when it was put into snow snow cream and a fun fun memory there perhaps if you're lucky enough you live in a part of the south where you'll get more than a dusting and you can make really good pure white snow cream and not have molecules of grass and dirt put into your snow cream how about that this is the Y'all Show where we, where we talk about snow cream. We talk about all kinds of good southern food. In a little bit on the Y'all Show, we're going to have Matt Hermans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, who's in a part of the South that they didn't get snow today, sadly. He's in the Galveston, Texas area. So, barrister, I apologize about that, but you got some good cue coming your way. You might not have snow, but you got an onslaught of delicious, not only cue, but great sauces that go along with your cue. And Matt's going to tell us what he recommends, and maybe if we're lucky, we'll get some tips on making good 
homemade barbecue sauces when we have the Barrister Bodacious Barbecue in our next segment. Our number, 803-816-1170. 803-816-1170. Text call. Welcome it here on the Y'all Show. It's Super Bowl week. And Hot Atlanta's got Super Bowl 53, 6.30 Atlanta time, kickoff 5.30 Central time. As the Rams from Los Angeles, they meander to Atlanta to take on Tom Brady and the dynasty that is the New England Patriots. And should be a fun game, Super Bowl 53. Now, are you one of the Americans that are expected to bet, get this $6 billion dollars? on super bowl 53 that's what a new survey says and i bet you it's probably going to be more than that yeah according to what the survey said 52 percent of the people surveyed said they would be betting on the rams 48 percent on the patriots so the majority say that they're going to vote on the underdog i guess i don't even i don't keep up with lines i really don't get into betting i'm not going to cast judgment if you like to bet that's your deal most Americans, I don't have research from a survey here to back this up, but most Americans, they bet on two sports things a year at least. They bet on the Super Bowl. It might be $5, but they bet, and they bet on March Madness. Isn't that, if you ever worked in a large company like I have before, and I'm not being a chauvinist here, it's just a fact. A lot of women don't necessarily keep up with college basketball and a lot of guys don't either. But I remember working with a bunch of women. I worked at a place one time that I was one of only five guys in a office of about 30 people. So there were 25 females and five guys. But we had a March Madness bracket. And all the women signed up for it because it was something fun to do. And it really is kind of like a crapshoot. You have no idea, really, who's going to win the darn thing. And usually those women all try to track me down. Not that I'm some kind of college basketball aficionado, but I did watch it. And so I would tell them, oh, uh, that's a good bracket. I didn't even do one myself. I think they're stupid. But, hey, that's me. I'm boring. Maybe you're not so boring. But betting on the Super Bowl is a big thing. Now, the economics of the Super Bowl, we've got some information to tell you. The Super Bowl in Atlanta is the city's third time hosting the Super Bowl. The previous Super Bowls were in 1994 when the Dallas Cowboys won, and in 2000 when the St. Louis Rams defeated the Tennessee Titans by one yard. Just couldn't quite get that thing across and take it to overtime, and the Rams of St. Louis at that time won in Atlanta. So Atlanta's a magical town for Rams fans. Now, other economic information when it comes to the Super Bowl the cost of hosting Super Bowl 53 for Atlanta is $46 million, and $20 million will come from Atlanta businesses donating money to host the Super Bowl. I think they should just charge Mr. Blank, owner of the Falcons, that $46 million tab because, really, it's his reasoning, and his he's the reason they're there. Now, maybe he'll benefit big time from it, but if it's costing that much to host the Super Bowl, it better be darn worth the return if you're in Atlanta. Now, $400 million is the estimated positive economic impact for the Atlanta area. So, yeah, it costs $20 million, but they say it's supposed to have a $400 million positive economic impact for Atlanta. 10,000 volunteers will be needed during the 10 days of the Super Bowl festivities. Well, those people, they're just having to spend money. 
as volunteers in the Super Bowl. The cost of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which opened in 2017, the new stadium there just west of downtown, that stadium, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I just saw it the other day, looks like a pizza, uh, rather a Chinese takeout box. One and a half billion dollars the cost of that, but hopefully that's going to be there for generations, and they did it right. I'll give Atlanta credit, and now that same template being used to build stadiums in Las Vegas as well as Los Angeles. Not just putting stadiums up on the cheap like the Georgia Dome was. This is a first-class facility, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We've already seen it host a national championship for college football, and now it's got the Super Bowl in 2020, or 2019, rather. Now, the price for Mercedes-Benz that they had to pay to name the stadium Mercedes-Benz Stadium, $324 million. That's a lot of dough, but hey, like I said, Every time you see that stadium, they've got the giant Mercedes-Benz Stadium logo right there on it, which, of course, they make Mercedes-Benz cars not far down I-20 near Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Mercedes-Benz has a presence in the southeast. So those are some of the numbers for Super Bowl 53. Again, kickoff 530 Central, 630 Atlanta time on Sunday. Can't wait for that one. Now to college basketball we go. And good old Rocky Top still atop the poll. They're number one in both the coaches poll and the AP Top 25. These numbers came out on Monday, and Tennessee has a commanding lead for votes. They've got 48 first-place votes. Duke has 12 first-place votes, and Duke is number two in the latest AP Top 25. Virginia is just behind Duke at number three. Other teams from the South in the Top 25 of the college basketball poll, Kentucky, the Cats, are looking good so far they're 16 and 3 overall and rank number seven the hills from unc are number nine the Hokies from virginia tech they had a rough weekend they're at number 12 in the latest ap poll how about the houston cougars from the american conference and they moved up big in the poll they are number 13 in the latest ap poll the louisville cardinals man they moved up eight spots they had a huge win against georgia tech and just have Really things going well there along the banks of the Ohio as the cards, the U of L number 15 in the latest AP poll. Texas Tech is number 16 in the poll. LSU, they moved up six spots, had big wins over Mississippi and they beat South Carolina as well over the weekend. And the Bayou Bengals are number 19 in the latest AP poll. By the way, Billy Gamilla of the website and the valleyshook.com a lsu centric website he's going to be on with us on the thursday y'all show we're going to talk about lsu basketball with mr gamilla and we'll talk about edward's run and the football recruiting going on for the bayou Bengals. and we'll get billy gamilla of and the valleyshooks.com's take on all things sec during our sec spotlight that'll be coming your way thursday on the y'all show but billy has got a top 20 basketball team there in baton rouge LSU number 19. The Maryland Terps are 21. They're out of the Big Ten. I think they're the only Southern team we even claim that has a presence in the Big Ten, but Maryland 21. I don't know why they left the ACC. That's just stupid, frankly. What what are you thinking there in College Park? And the Mississippi State Bulldogs, they're at number 22. And they, let's see, uh, they didn't move up or down. They stayed at the same spot here this week. They had a win over Auburn over the weekend. That was a good win for the bullies mississippi state's 21 rather 22 while nc state is 23 in the latest poll they dropped down a little bit they had a loss over the weekend and florida state moves into the ap top 25 they are 15 and 5 and back in at number 25 in the latest 
AP poll. Auburn fell out. Auburn's right at the, the cusp of making it into the top 25. But as I said, Bruce Pearl's teams, they lost in Starkville to the Bullies over the weekend. So they are just on the outside looking in. Also got to give love to the Wofford Terriers. They are just outside of the top 25, but Wofford is on a tear. They've not lost a Southern Conference game in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and the Terriers looking to get in the top 25 with another couple of wins. They'll be the second SOCON team to reach the top 25 this year. Furman was in it in the early part of the hoop season. Now to the Houston Cougars. We were just bragging about them. They're number 13 in the latest poll. Houston is atop the American Athletic Conference with a 7-1 conference mark. Houston is 20-1 and overall. Way to go, Houston. The Bearcats of Cincinnati are in this conference. They are just behind Houston at 7-1, but they're not ranked. They're 18-3 and right now. Teams from the South in the latest American Athletic Conference standings. UCF is just behind Houston and the University of Cincinnati. Their Knights are right behind there at number three in the standings. Memphis, 5-2. and two. They are 13-7 and seven there in the Bluff City. SMU, 4-3 and three in the American standings. Tulsa, the Golden Hurricane, 2-6. and six. Not a good year thus far for Tulsa basketball. ECU and Tulane are at the very bottom. I don't know what's going on with the Tulane basketball program. They are 0-7, and, and they're 4-15 and overall. Remember, they've got legendary NBA coach and a former South Carolina Gamecock hoopster as a, as a youth. Mike Dunleavy is their head coach in New Orleans. And you, this guy coached – I'm not sure that he didn't coach a NBA championship team or what do they call it, finals championship. His son is a star or has been a star, former Duke basketball player. And Dunleavy's Tulane team is just really struggling. Oh, and seven right now. I'd love to see Tulane's basketball team do just as good as its football team. Tulane won a bowl game this past season in college football. Good job, Green Wave. They beat Louisiana Lafayette in the bowl, the Cure Bowl, I believe, down in Orlando, if my memory is correct. Now to the Big 12 Conference. Kansas, which lost at Kentucky, they are atop that conference, and their rival from the Sunflower State, K-State, is tied there atop the standings with them. Now, teams in the South, not Yankee land like Kansas is in K-State, but teams from the South in the Big 12 in the rankings, in the standings there for the Big 12. Baylor, how about the Bears? They're 4-2 and two in Big 12 action. Texas Tech's ranked number 16. They are 4-3 and three and 16-4 and four overall in Lubbock. The TCU Horned Frogs are 15-4 and four overall and 3-3. Three and three. Now, Oklahoma, which really should be very good, they're struggling. They're 3-4 and four in conference play. Texas, which lost at Georgia over the weekend, they're also 3-4. and four. And rounding up the bottom of the Big 12 basketball, Oklahoma State and West Virginia. WVU went into Knoxville this past weekend and lost to the Tennessee Vols. So we know now a little bit more about that. Conference USA and the North Texas Men Green are tied with UAB and UTSA with the leaders in the Conference USA basketball standings. The Mean Green are 18-3 and three overall. So good job there in Denton with all the Mean Green fans supporting that program. Other teams in the South to mention from CUSA standing-wise, Old Dominion is near the top of the standings. They are 6-3. and three. Marshall, 5-3. and three. The La Tech Bulldogs are five and four. Southern Miss, they have a losing record in conference play. They are four and five, 12 and nine overall in Hattiesburg. The Rice Owls, three and five. And the Charlotte 49ers and MTSU are at the bottom of the CUSA standing. So more improvement needed there if you want to be 
marching your way to March Madness in the very near future. Now to the Sun Belt Conference. The Georgia State Panthers and the Texas State Bobcats lead that conference. They both have six and two standings in conference play. How about this? Texas State is 17 and four overall. Good job there in San Marcos for the Bobcats of TSU. Now, other teams in the South in the Sun Belt, as far as basketball standings go, Georgia Southern is five and three. Louisiana Monroe, four and three. The Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns are also four and three. Rounding up the bottom of this conference, you've got two teams from the South that I want to mention. The UA Little Rock, Arkansas Little Rock Trojans are two and six. They're having a rough year. And the bottom of the Sun Belt Conference, the Appalachian State Mountaineers, they're not quite as good on the hard court as they are on the football field. App State won the Sun Belt Conference from a football standpoint. But in basketball, the Boone, North Carolina-based university having a tough time. One and six in conference play, six and 14 overall. And let's talk about the SWAC for a second. Do you mind? In the SWAC, the Prairie View A&M Panthers, way to go. They are 6-0 and in conference play and 8-11 and overall. So that's hard to believe. In fact, I'm looking at the SWAC standings, and this is no joke. Every single SWAC team has a losing record overall. That's horrible. <laughs> but in conference play, the Panthers of Prairie View, they're 8-0. So, so way to go there in Texas. Way to go, Panthers. Alabama State is 5-1, the Hornets from Montgomery are doing well and and giving PVAMU a run for the money, perhaps. Rounding up the bottom of the Southwestern Athletic Conference standings, the Delta Devils from Itabina, Mississippi, Mississippi Mississippi Valley State, also known as Jerry Rice U, 1-5 in conference play, 3-17. By the way, Southern from Baton Rouge, the Southern Jaguars are 3-17 too. So some horrible basketball, at least from a standing standpoint and a win-loss standpoint from the SWAC. So I can't leave on that note. I, I got to pull up one other conference to brag about if I can. One that's got a, some winning teams at least. Okay, why not talk about the Southern Conference? Hey, that's my conference. That's the te- that's got the team that I love more than any in the world, the Citadel Bulldogs, which had a big win. They were on a seven game losing streak. They played VMI for the the basement bowl because both teams were at the bottom of the standings, and on a last second, literally last half second, a Citadel player put a ball, went all the way across the court, and was able to lay it up at the buzzer and got a win, and they won the Military Classic of the South basketball style against VMI. Way to go, Bulldogs from the Citadel. C-I-T-A-D-E-L. All right, now to the top of the Southern Conference standings. As we mentioned, the Wofford Terriers, they're about to be ranked. Wofford is 17-4. and They are 9-0 and in SoCon play. And Wofford, maybe not good this year as they were last year. Remember last year? They beat North Carolina in Chapel Hill. They beat Georgia Tech. This year, Walford has already defeated South Carolina. The Gamecocks went down for the Terriers in basketball play. And Walford in Spartanburg, South Carolina, is doing quite well and marching back, it appears, to March Madness if things continue for that program. UNC Greensboro, they are 8-1 and in SoCon play, so we'll see what happens when Walford and UNC get together again. Walford got the win in Greensboro not long ago. ETSU, the Bucks from Johnson City, they are seven and two in SoCon play. The Mocs from Chattanooga are five and four. And as you move down 
the Sanford Bulldogs, man, I feel sorry for them. They've had a rough struggle. They've been at so many close games. They did get a big win. I watched this game. They beat Furman. They roared back from a 10-point deficit with about three minutes left. They found a miracle way to win, and they got a win in Greenville against the Furman Paladins. So congrats to Sanford University and their win. They've got a former Kentucky basketball star as their head coach there in Homewood in the Birmingham area, Sanford. They are 13-9 overall. And pulling up the bottom of the standings, the Citadel Bulldogs, they are 10-10, and 10, a perfect 500 in total play, but 2-7 and seven in SoCon. And VMI is at the very bottom with a 1-8 and eight record and 7-14. and 14. And that is a look at some college basketball land yet, where we look at the smaller guys, the guys that don't get as much attention. We've got ACC Spotlight coming Wednesday, where we'll talk about all our ACC schools, college basketball-wise. And Thursday, Billy Gamilla will be on. And we'll talk about all the SEC schools from a college basketball standpoint, in addition to college football recruiting with Billy Gamilla from And the Valley Shook, an all-LSU website. So that will be a lot of fun catching up with him. He was on in August, and now we've got to get him on in 2019, and we'll do just that. Former uh, former SMU golfer Bryson DeChambeau, he won over the weekend, but you probably didn't hear much about it because Justin Rose won the big tournament, the Farmers Insurance Open in California on the PGA Tour. But there was a European tour event in Dubai, and this former SMU golfer who's been on the tour about three years now, he had a commanding victory at the Dubai Desert Classic. It was his first overseas win and a great European tour victory for this American golfer. And he shot an 8-under 64 on the final day at the Emirates Golf Club to finish 24-under, winning by seven shots, a record-winning margin, Bryson DeChambeau, who wears that Payne Stewart attire on the golf course. I like him. He's a different kind of guy. He really should have won the FedEx Cup. Remember, he won the first two events, but somehow didn't win the whole thing. Justin Rose won that at the end of 2018. But golfer Bryson DeChambeau getting a big win overseas in Dubai and the Dubai Desert Classic. Congratulations to the former Mustang golfer. Now to college football, and LSU has tapped New Orleans Saints assistant Joe Brady to oversee the Tigers' passing game. Coach Ed Orgeron has announced this hire, and it fills a vacancy created when veteran receivers coach Jerry Sullivan retired after the 2018 season. So Coach O going down the highway about an hour to pull a guy from the NFL to come coach in Baton Rouge, which some would say, like the movie Basketball, talks about Shaquille O'Neal, a former LSU basketball player. Well, he he learned, he got paid to play at LSU, and, and so maybe it's not that different. I better not say that. We got an LSU guy coming on later this week, and I can't bash LSU. But hey, I'm just I'm just channeling the movie Basketball because they talked about how Shaq got paid at LSU. Just saying, Oklahoma State they are doing something different. They go they're not going to the NFL to hire an assistant. They're going to the Ivy League as the Cowboys, the Pokes, have hired Sean Gleason as offensive coordinator, and he was the offensive coordinator for the Princeton Tigers. And this is the second consecutive coach that Oklahoma State's taken from the FCS level. Gleason coordinated the highest scoring offense in the FCS last year as Princeton, which was undefeated. Princeton had a great year in the Ivy League. They beat Dartmouth. That kept them perfect. And the Tigers from Princeton, New Jersey, a fantastic year, which I think is it's a real shame that the Ivy League winner does not go to the playoffs. They choose not to participate in the FCS playoffs. Would have been cool to see an Ivy League team perhaps playing for a national championship, but they don't. They don't allow their winner to to go on to the postseason. 
Kind of silly. But Princeton, they set an Ivy League record last year with 470 points, and they ranked second in the FCS in scoring in 2017. So Coach Gundy there, Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State, going to the Ivy League, and at least when Coach Gleason gets to Stillwater, he won't have to change up his colors too much because just like the Cowboys in Oklahoma State, Princeton uses the orange and black tone. And our final story here in Sports Landing Up comes from the guys from SBNation.com, and they've got a story out that just – I see a lot of discussion on social media about it. The story is titled, Meet College Football's Team of 2018 for All 50 States and Washington, D.C. So what they've done is they have declared the best football team in every state. Seems pretty logical, right? But the winners aren't exactly in every state what you might think they may be. So – We're going to focus on the South here, if you don't mind. And the obvious teams, the best teams in some of these states, I'm going to rattle off the easy ones, okay? The best college football team from Alabama, the Crimson Tide. The best college football team from South Carolina, the Clemson Tigers. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Okay, I'll go ahead and let you know that LSU is the best team from LSU, according to this website, SB Nation, and Mizzou, the best team from Missouri. Oklahoma, best team in the state of Oklahoma. Now comes the fun part, the fun part of this story, the best college football teams in every state from SBNation.com. I'm going to save the biggest state on this map for last because that's Texas. The best college football team from Georgia in 2018, it was not the Bulldogs. No, sir. It wasn't Georgia State or Georgia Southern. I think Georgia Southern had a pretty good year. The winner goes to Valdosta State. The Blazers won the Division II national title. They beat Ferris State, and it's been like the second time in a decade. I know. I was in Florence, Alabama, 2003 or 2013, when Valdosta State won a national championship then, and they won it again. In fact, they sent their coach off to the assistant ranks to be an assistant coach at USF as a result of that. Former Florida Gator Galen Hall, I think that's his name, he, of course, was a former quarterback at Florida. Now he led Valdosta State to the national championship in 2018. So congrats there. Now, another state. Speaking of Florida, they're the best team in Florida, if you're wondering. The best sta- team from the state of Mississippi. It wasn't Mississippi State, a team that lost to Iowa in a bowl game. Mississippi's best college football team. Well, if you love the TV show that focuses on Last Chance You. That would be East Mississippi Community College, as they are the JUCO National Champions of 2018, East Mississippi, your best football team in Mississippi. And I bet you if you lined up East Mississippi against a team like Mississippi Landshark U or Mississippi State Bulldog U, I don't know if they'd win, but they'd give them a run for the money, probably, probably. All right, how about Tennessee, the best college football team in Tennessee? Some may say it was the Memphis Tigers. Because they did go to a bowl game. But no, according to SB Nation, the best college football team in the volunteer state were the Commodores. Should they rename it the Commodore State? Vanderbilt defeated Tennessee to keep them away from a bowl game. Vandy did go to a bowl game, which they lost. But they are the best team, according to this site, in the the state of Tennessee. Congrats a lot. In North Carolina, the best college football team, North Carolina A&T, they went 10-2 and and won its third Celebration Bowl in four years. And they also beat East Carolina of the AAC 
So the Aggies from the FCS rank, the best college football team in North Carolina in 2018. Great job there. Kentucky Wildcats, you were the best team in Kentucky. In Arkansas, of course, when the Hogs have such a horrible year, that really opens things up. And even though Arkansas State and Jonesboro won eight games, the winner for Arkansas's best football team in 2018, Wichita Baptist. They were 12-1, and and they not, did not lose a game until the second game of the Division II playoffs. So the Tigers from Wichita Baptist, great year. And now to that big old state on the map, the best team in the Lone Star State in 2018. It could have been Texas A&M, but no, no, we can do one better than that, y'all. Congratulations to Mary Harden Baylor as they won the Stag Bowl and the Division Three National Champion for 2018. Good job, Mary Harden hyphen Baylor. <laughs> in Texas, the best college football team in the Lone Star State, according to SBNation.com. So all you Mary Harden Baylor fans out there, congrats. Go celebrate. You are the best team in Texas. And if you're one of these other teams I mentioned, you should be very proud. Way to go, East Mississippi. Way to go, Washita Baptist. Way to go, North Carolina A&T and all those other teams like Valdosta State, Alabama, Florida, and Clemson, the big winner, I guess you could say, in 2018. When we have our next guest, I've got to ask you about Mary Harden-Baylor being in this category. Matt Herman's barrister, Bodacious Barbecue. He's going to talk about sauces, and maybe he'll talk about Mary Harden-Baylor, too. This is the All Show. Our barbecue report is coming up next. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Uses directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system? Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier. Had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this. Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper. Oh, one sec. It's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help? There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. This is a limited-time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of Unlimited Basic with auto pay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply.
got 24 tall boys on the chill Yeah, 14 of them's mine A little Marshall Tucker on the radio You know we just catch a little groove before the show We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot It is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent here on this Tuesday edition with your host, John Rawl, and we discuss all things Southern here on this all-Southern program. Imagine that. And on Tuesdays, we're lucky to be joined by the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans, and he's back with us now for his weekly timeout with us. And hello, Matt. Welcome back to the show. And I've just got two words for you. You ready for them? I'm ready. Go Crusaders. Now, what does that mean to you if I say go Crusaders? Well, it means that you are uh, you're a fan of the 11th century movement to secure the Holy Land, <laughs> the passages of Christian pilgrims. But, but what else? I mean, there's got to be another thing, right? Well, we were talking about it in the previous segment, and I know you were doing heavy-duty prep and not listening in, I'm sure. But we were talking about how... A website just came out with the best college football teams in each state. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but for the state of Texas, they picked the Crusaders as the best college team in all of Texas. Now, do you know which team I'm talking about? Oh, is it, uh, oh man, Incarnate Word or something no, like that? Maybe? No, 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 no. I don't know oh, what don't... their their mascot is. It's Mary Harden hyphen Baylor. Baylor. Uh, okay okay which we got to give them some love if you don't know much about the crusaders of mary harden baylor they are located what near killeen texas what's the town they're actually in correct okay well they're they're right there yeah they're one of the oldest uh, schools in the state that's right they were actually part of baylor university years ago where baylor was more for the guys and mary harden was for the girls and and so it it actually does have a long history in the lone star state but yes they have a football team and they won the division three national championship or something like that so congrats to them but yeah they they came out with a, a team for every state the best team and when you look at texas and you see a crusader for mhbc or umhb i think it's what it's called yeah, it was yeah. it was very different, Def, definitely, and it caught my attention. I thought yeah. you'd get a kick out of that. Yeah, that's uh, I have no problem with that. I mean, the obvious, you know, the only I guess argument anybody else would have would be Texas after uh, beating Georgia pretty bad. But yeah, no, I, I uh, I'm all in on Mary Harden Baylor over Texas. Count me <laughs> in on that. Washita Baptist won it for Arkansas, and one other surprise you might not realize let's see in tennessee vanderbilt was the best team in college football in 2018 according to the site so enough about that matt real quick before we start talking barbecue it's super bowl sunday this week what does that mean around hearman's how the household there of the hearman's um it means i'll probably watch some of it i mean uh i uh i was i was hoping for either to be able to watch the saints or to watch uh, the Chiefs, but neither one of those worked out. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's not a big deal for me. Um, like I say, I'm a college guy, but I'll probably watch a. I'll probably watch some of it. What about you? Well, I, I'm sure to watch some of it. 
I didn't really ask you that question because I wanted to know how you felt about the game. I'm talking about the oh. preparation, the the real, oh. the the real good stuff on Super Bowl is the not the game, but it's what goes on the Hearman's Grill. So tell us what's going on this weekend. Excellent point, and you are right. And it is an opportunity to have some friends over and fire up the smoker. So my plan is to do some ribs. Uh, the game, I think, kicks off about 5.30, so uh, I'll probably put some ribs on about 11.30, um, do low and slow. I'll do uh, I'll do some sweet, saucy ones, and I'll do some dry Memphis style. Ooh. I'll probably do spare ribs over babies. That's kind of the tentative plan right now. So, uh, what, what does that mean, spare ribs over babies? It means I'll do, I'll do spare ribs and not baby back ribs. Oh, okay. That's, I thought that was some kind of technical yeah. term where you actually do both oh. and you literally like put them on top of the grill on top of the other one. No, 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 you could. Uh, if you got two levels, you could probably do that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. That's what I thought uh, you no. might mean, but you know, this English thing, English language thing's kind of tough on me. So I didn't know what you meant by over. Yeah, no, I meant uh, instead would have been a proper, uh, a proper. Uh, we hear you sir we hear you all right what about other things off the grill what are you going to be preparing for super bowl sunday um we're going to have we are going to have some folks over um just an excuse to kind of hang out yeah Uh, you're allowed to do it absolutely i think so america right yeah so uh yeah we'll uh, we'll do some sides um we'll do some mac and cheese my dad actually has a uh fantastic uh, smoked mac and cheese recipe that i think i'm going to try out so um i'm pretty excited about that which is uh you know basically your favorite macaroni and cheese with a little bit of smoked sausage mixed into it and then smoked um on the smoker with some hickory wood and uh it turns out pretty awesome so the, like, uh, the mac and cheese goes on the grill is that, is that what i understood yeah Mac and cheese, you got to make your mac and cheese, whatever your recipe is you like, go ahead and make it, um, and then put it uh, put it directly on the smoker, uh, hit it with some hickory smoke for about half an hour, stir it, hit it hit it for another half hour, um, and there you go. It is amazing. If you like, uh, you know, smoked cheese, a lot of a lot of people like smoked gouda, smoked cheddar, um, it, it, it's really, uh, really pretty fantastic, and I know... Since we're a southern show, I know everybody out there loves macaroni and cheese anyway. So you put it on the smoker, that just adds another level. It's fantastic. Even my wife likes it. So <laughs> it's got to be good. Well, it'll be the Patriots and the Los Angeles Rams in this Super Bowl 53 Sunday evening. And Matt, I don't think it's legal to cook a human being, so we can't cook a Patriot. However, we can <laughs> sort of cook a Ram and I'm talking lamb. So what's your experience cooking lamb? Well, um, I like lamb chops. Okay. Um, I, I like, in fact, what I like are the little lamb lollipops. If anybody's ever been to a, uh, a Greek style restaurant and we do have those uh, throughout the South, uh, yeah. then they do little small lamb chops that are, that are, uh, put them on the grill real quick, cook a medium rare. Uh, a little bit of salt, pepper, and some herbs on there. Those are pretty good. But I was thinking, hearkening back to our Kentucky barbecue episode, they oh, do a lot of yeah. yeah. That's a big old. That's a that's a full grown sheep, and that's uh, pretty close to a ram. So what's that called? Yeah, mitten, hey, mitten, or something like mutton, that? Mutton. mutton. Yes, sir. Mutton. That's I'm, right. I'm thinking about mittens because it's so darn cold in most of the South right now. Yeah, so, yeah mutton from I believe. Yeah. Uh, you, 
Owensboro or somewhere like that. That's, that's right, Western Kentucky. And yeah. if you're yeah, if you're going to cook mutton, you better have mittens this weekend. I'll tell you. <laughs> We're talking with Matt Hermans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. Before we go to break and come back in a second, talk sauces with you, barrister. What's your quick take on who's going to emerge as the victor of Super Bowl Fifty Three? Uh, Tom Brady. Ah, okay. I mean, that's the easy answer. He looks like he's on a mission. All right. Um, so uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take that. Well, we're pretty, you're you're pretty ha- happy about your pick. I'm pretty neutral, but uh, yeah, Brady. Well, we're determined to come right back with Matt Hermans and talk barbecue sauces with the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. Hang on, the final segment of today's y'all show is just around the corner. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Purpose and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. Right now, you can get 500 business cards personalized the way you want them, starting at just $9.99. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now is the time to make something happen for your business. So own the now with 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1414. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. This is a limited-time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of Unlimited Basic with AutoPay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. to y'all talk with a southern accent talk with a deep fried barbecue accent too and we do that when we have the barrister of bodacious barbecue joining me here 
I'm John Rawl, and we're talking with Matt Hermans. And Matt, it's Super Bowl weekend. No matter if you're going to be cooking on the grill or maybe doing something in the house, even without the Super Bowl taking place this time of year, it's always good to have barbecue sauces available to you. And this is going to be a subject that we're actually going to carry over for probably several weeks here on the Y'all Show, maybe even several months. But barbecue sauce, what does that mean in barbecue barrister world? Well, we all know. By the way, I like deep fried barbecue. That's something we could talk about too. Just all right, let me write that, that down. Too. Note, note to myself: <laughs> deep fried we'll barbecue. Yeah, we'll put that in. This, that. We won't be able to get to that to the to, to December, oh, no, but no. we'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. I heard you say that. That's a good idea. Oh, barbecue sauce. Everybody knows what it is. There are all kinds of different styles. Um, we can kind of, I wanted to kind of roll through the kind of regional style map yeah. today because we all, most people love barbecue sauce. Yeah. I think you would agree with that. Even if I you don't like barbecue. barbecue pork or chicken, somehow, some way, there's got to be a barbecue sauce for, for you out there somewhere, please. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People use barbecue sauce, dip ketchup, french fries in it, and people dip, uh, I don't know, I can't really, uh, I can't vouch for this, but I know people do dip like fried okra into barbecue sauce. I personally like gravy or, or ranch or something, but hey, people use barbecue sauce on hamburgers and everything else, but everybody knows what it is. It's a sauce that usually goes with meat. People use it on grilled meat. Uh, of course, people use it on barbecue, on pulled pork and on ribs and with brisket and turkey and chicken, but there are all kinds of different barbecue sauces. Um, it is not just the Hines or the craft that you pull off the, the uh, put off the counter at the uh, grocery store. There are tons, and if we go, if we're talking about the main styles, uh, a lot of these states and a lot of these regions across the the barbecue wonderland that is the American South have their different specialty styles. So, for instance, we if you start over on the East Coast and move west, North Carolina, North Carolina in the in the eastern side has got the vinegar kind of the skyline type where you've got the uh, the hot sauce and the vinegar and you mix that together and you basically toss that in with the whole hog and that's your sauce, the vinegar-based sauce. Then they have the red sauce in uh, Western Carolina, which is kind of that similar sauce but a little sweeter with ketchup added to it. Uh, that's also a unique sauce to that particular space. I know certain kind of sauce is near and dear to you, John, being from South Carolina. Uh they have the uh, the mustard sauce in South Carolina, which is very unique to that particular state in that area. And other places do it, but that is that's kind of the homeland to the mustard-based sauce, which is not ketchup-based. So it's not a red sauce that most people think about. It's a uh, it's a bright yellow sauce, um, which is uh, unique in and of itself. It's tangy and mustardy, and in my opinion, it goes really, really well with, with pulled pork and yes. whole hog as well. I second Fantastic. that emotion. I know you do. So then if you kind of move across the country, you know, all the, every place in between, we can't touch on every state, but every place in between has their own little uh, zones of where this kind of bleeds over in, or they use their own kind of sauce, or they kind of take other regions and use it. But say Alabama, Alabama has all kinds of different barbecue sauces. In Tuscaloosa, for instance, the Dreamland, they have a sweet, uh, tangy kind of a, uh, it's a sauce that's not terribly thick. It's but you can pretty much dump it all over. It's very good. It's addicting. It is a sweet ketchup-based sauce. Then over in uh, Huntsville, you go to Big Bob Gibson's, they have the white sauce. That's in the northern part of 
of Alabama, and they dunk chicken into a white sauce, which is almost like a ranch. It's vinegar and mayonnaise and seasonings and black pepper. Yeah, and, and let, let's white. let's make sure we clarify in case people go to Huntsville looking for white sauce. Actually, it's in Decatur. I meant Decatur. I apologize. That is not Huntsville. That's nowhere near Huntsville. No, it's 20 yeah. minutes down the road, but I just want to make sure we don't tick off our okay. North Alabama audience. No, right. You're right. I don't want to leave out Decatur. If you got to go eat white barbecue sauce, you want to hit Decatur and not Huntsville for sure. And, uh, and they'll appreciate that. But yeah, so that's a special kind of sauce that's there. And that's not the only place in Alabama that does that sauce, but that is, that is kind of the home of that. Um, then you move across the country, Mississippi, and they do all kinds of sauce. They do sweet sauce. I know. There are a couple of great places in the Jackson area we've talked about. It does a uh, Coca-Cola-based sauce where it's really sweet and sticky and delicious, especially on ribs. Memphis does all kinds of sauce. Memphis is kind of a place where they do all the sauces. They do uh, they do a uh, uh, mustard sauce and a sweet sauce. I would say if, if Memphis is known for a particular kind of barbecue sauce, it's hot. It's a hot barbecue sauce uh, that almost every place has. and It's usually pretty hot, tangy, sweet but also uh, give you a little fire coming through your nostrils as well. Places like Cozy Corner, Central Barbecue, you go down the list. Corky's has a hot sauce. There's all kinds of places in Memphis that have a really, really hot sauce. Some of them have extra hot, so that's probably what they're kind of known for, but they do all the sauces pretty well. Uh, Then you go down into Louisiana, and they've got all kinds of different sauces. Louisiana is kind of a shatter zone. you got Texas there with the beef and their kind of thing, and then you got the eastern... They touch Mississippi and and go up towards uh, Arkansas. Uh, so they've got kind of a mixture down there. And then, of course, you got the Creole and the Cajun stuff down at the uh, in the southern portion of the state. That all all those flavors go into it. But then you got Texas and right, Texas Matt. I, I'm hearing a yes, siren go off, and it's a siren to let uh, let me know that we've run out of time. So if we can, we'll, we'll come back to it. Absolutely. Let's next week pick up on sauces west of the mississippi river since we kind of touched on all the east of the mississippi sauces and also i want to i want to pick your brain on how we can do our own homemade sauces i'm sure you've had some experience doing that a lot let's talk about it all right so we want to know what your secrets are for that and i want to talk about sauces west of the mighty mississippi when we get back together next week matt have a great super bowl and we appreciate everything you bring on the y'all show can't wait to talk to you next time john the barrister of bodacious barbecue well that will conclude our show today we'll be right back here in the saddle on wednesday with an all-new episode of the y'all show with john rawl we'll have precious harris on we'll have our acc basketball and football report from jonathan lifeite of cbs sports digital 24 7 sports.com all that and a whole lot more on the y'all show thanks for listening And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Uh, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial 1. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. 
That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for unlimited. This is a limited time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of unlimited basic with auto pay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply.